Welcome to An Elephant for Breakfast with weekly podcasts that are meant to help folks find new perspectives, bright spots, some happiness, with a little humor here and there, in what often feels like a chaotic world. Hey, I'm Bob Jones. These broadcasts are based on my bi-weekly column at chaplainusa.org. You can find me there on pages called Robert Jones Journal, but sometimes the podcast will meander away from what I've published there into, well, let's just say other areas. Our grandparents used to warn us not to throw caution to the wind. That advice wasn't heeded very well by my generation. We rushed into life head-on with notions of creating a brave new world. The results were not always good. And now, as elders, most of us recognize the truth of that sage wisdom offered years ago. Episode 57 looks at a need for prudence and mindfulness as we deal with COVID-19 and breaking free from sheltering in place. All of us yearn for a return to normal from this life-robbing and costly pandemic. We've done such a good job of sheltering in place to make that wish come true. Our everyday sacrifices made, if viewed through the lens of last Thanksgiving, for example, would seem unbelievable. The result of our efforts so far is pretty impressive. What might have killed more millions than the 1918 flu has been contained pretty much worldwide. Superheroic and selfless undertakings of people who work in healthcare, law enforcement, food service, agricultural enterprises, and so many other professions have kept us afloat. Police chaplains, for example, toil between the scenes, ministering to police officers, their families, and victims of crime day in and day out with little or no recognition. None of the servant leaders from hospitals to checkout lines are in it for the kudos or pats on the back. Like the Energizer Bunny, they just keep going. The rest of us are unsung heroes too. Without our willing participation in self-quarantining, none of the successful containment would have been possible. But it's quite likely that we're throwing caution to the wind by rushing to open our doors so soon, even if in phases. And I hope that I'm wrong. On November 11, 1918, World War I was brought to an end. Returning troops came home to the USA from Europe, bringing a new wave of the flu, infecting 28% of the country's population before it finally subsided at the end of December. On day 59 of the Spanish flu, the numbers of deaths around the world was 58,763. We are at about day 59, COVID-15, right now, with the official number of deaths on April 22nd said to be at least 177,789, or three times greater than in 1918. Our freedom and economic well-being are crucial to be sure, but our health is even more so. The 1918-1919 influenza killed 33,365,533 in 263 days, 
And even though the daily death toll has decreased from a high of 10,345 to 7,929 in the past seven days, the curve in our country has barely started to bend as we lost 40,000 people in just the past three weeks. Only South Korea is experiencing a significant downward trajectory. I make these comparisons only to point out that we could act as a returning army of doughboys from the Great War, bringing often asymptomatic infections and spreading coronavirus like wildfire if we're not very careful. Science and technology are coming to our rescue. This is not 1918, and we're making great strides in finding vaccines to combat this epidemic. Medical advances made in 2020 will change the future. We are also building stockpiles of equipment in order to be prepared for future outbreaks. And satellites make instantaneous global communication a vital tool in dealing with such threats. So, with all this in mind, the turnaround time in response to the next crisis should be dramatically improved. We will be better prepared. But what about right now? We certainly don't need to squirrel away food, water, and essentials in our basements as we did in the 1950s while fretting about thermonuclear war. We can stop hoarding toilet paper and other things. We can chill out, take a breath, and journey safely by continuing to practice good hand-washing, social distancing, and by avoiding risky large gatherings. We can continue to offer support and compassion for each other without any notion of reparation. We can drop political tribalism and adversarial one-upsmanship. We can cooperate. We can be different. Charles Barkley, the famous retired basketball professional and current sports analyst, sums it up pretty well telling us, I made a conscious effort to change my lifestyle. He nails it with perfect simplicity. In addition, and perhaps more importantly, we must continue to pray for one another. God is with us as we offer up our hearts for a world that is finally healed. Ricordarci 
Well, that wraps it up for this week. Thanks for joining us. Come back and listen again. Till then, fair winds and following seas. I'll find you in the morning sun And when the night is new I'll be looking at the moon But I'll be seeing you. I'll be seeing you.